This is a HeadGum Podcast. Thanks for listening to No Joke with Billy and Adam on the HeadGum Podcast Network. This is the show where we tackle a topic oh so loosely and discuss our previous, present, and future relationship to it. Today's topic was cold. We hope you enjoy the No Joke Podcast. Okay, welcome back. This is the No Joke Podcast. I am Billy Scafuri. I am Adam Lustig. And it is episode number 46. We're deep in the 40s, man. We covered clowns. <laughs> yeah, last, last week was week. clowns with Ahmed Barucha. Yeah. That was a hell of a talk. Yeah. Yeah. He is a – and listening back to that episode, he is such a soft – he has such a soft voice. So gentle. And sometimes on podcasts that can feel a little – Pick it up, pick up the pace. Right. He was lovely. Yeah. He was, he felt like, like when you, the feeling of a lazy river when you're just coasting. Coasting, you're just, co with Ahmed, you just coast. Puts you at, puts you at ease. <laughs> exactly. And when you're talking about clowns, something need, that are literally doing the opposite of putting people at ease it, right now. It can help to be soothed a little bit by his tone. You need a soothing voice. <laughs> exactly. So if you haven't listened to the clowns episode, hit stop on this episode. Yeah, reverse back. Relax with Re the clowns episode. <laughs> exactly. And then dial it up. Dial it back up for us. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And just for, in full transparency it's about 10 in the morning right now which is on the earlier side of when we tend to record and just by virtue of the fact that we're only x amount of minutes from sleep i feel a little toned down and relaxed in this moment all right well i think we actually mentioned two episodes ago that you were drinking three different forms of coffee yeah that while was problematic podcasting. yeah that was hyper caffeinated so you're testing a few different uh, swing it back the other way exactly right. yeah. okay <laughs> yeah um, well, it's rained three times in Los Angeles in one week. That Adam. is an ep that is the most it's rained literally in years. That's uh, <laughs> what would you say the average amount of rain, just rain, in a year? How many times does it rain in Los Angeles? I would say on average, like point oh two five days a year, right? Over the past, I would say like if you had out, to out of three hundred and sixty five, you seven days. Something like that. I, I would even days? say that's. I would say that's even bullish. I would say like. I would say two to three. Okay, got it. On average, so it's yeah. rained three times this week. That's our annual. Yeah, and there's been just kind of cloud coverage over Los Angeles. How nice has this been? It's gray. Oh, it's the best. It's winter. Yeah, this is what winter feels <laughs> it's like. It's winter here in Los Angeles. It's sixty-five degrees. Mommy as hell. I'm in a t-shirt. Could be wearing a tank. Right. <laughs> Definitely could be wearing a tank. It would not be too cold. In fact, <laughs> I spoke to Chris Smith yesterday. Yeah. He's in Brooklyn. Oh. And he oh. said he was. Standing Standing under, under a deli awning because it was pouring rain outside. <laughs> yeah. And he said he forgot that this oh, yeah. is part of the trip in New York is that sometimes you're just stuck because terrible weather arrives. He's like, I'm looking at my wet shoes and my wet pants. Oh, yeah, shoes. And if you're carrying a laptop that's $2,000 just getting smashed Good by night. rain. So we moved to Los Angeles to a place where it doesn't rain. It does, not only does it not rain, it feels like we are in a complete climate bubble here. Mm. I mean, to a certain degree. It just right. feels like the variance and the sort of like scope and breadth of what weather day-to-day -day, like pedestrian weather can be in LA is so relatively narrow. Right. It's like either 74 and perfect or 79 and perfect right. or 92 and perfect. Right. And it's like those are kind of the The only options. deviation is a heat wave. <laughs> a heat, an extra heat wave. Like an intense, intense heat wave. Fires might burst out. Right. That's the, like, that's the weather variable. It's the perfect weather bubble except for when fire breaks Bursts out. out. Right. Yeah. Now you and I, of course, are both uh, Northeast natives. Right. Uh, I grew up in upstate New York and you grew up on Long Island. Uh, and today I think we're going to talk about cold. 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 <laughs> Great word. Yeah. Such a pleasing word. Let it sink in. Cold. Today we're talking about cold. 
Something we don't experience too much here, like we said, even though it has been a frigid 68 here for the past three days. Yes. Uh, Do you feel like you miss the cold? Um, I don't necessarily miss the cold. It's kind of like... When you think back to your hometown, you miss all the best qualities of it, and you forget about all the details that are such nightmares. It becomes pure nostalgia. When you have four seasons, specifically when you have winter, I can speak for myself in Long Island, you would be driving to work or driving to school some days in a blizzard, and then your car would just do a 180 on the highway. And it was just accepted as like, well, it's snowing, and it's like, (laughs) whoa, guys. Exactly. Whoa, guys. Yeah. And I don't miss that at all. Yeah. But there are other aspects that I definitely do miss. Yeah. Snowball fights. Snowball fights. Sledding in the sump. Yeah. In the Oh, the sump. Yeah, we, we touched on the sump. Great outdoors. We talked about the we sump. We talked about the sump. And if I'm not mistaken, a sump is simply a pile of trash. No. Oh, oh, no. <laughs> is that it, what that is? It is a kind of like a riverbed that collects all of the sewage. Oh, that's right. And kids in my town would sled into it. <laughs> I doubt it. That's right. I'm sorry. Not trash. Sewage. And it also like sparked a lot of conversation. It seemed like a lot of people had this um, <laughs> sump shame. <laughs> Yeah. That they knew about sump, but they weren't. They didn't feel like anyone else did, so they didn't want to talk about exactly. it. Exactly. But we unlocked their sump shame. We, we got them. a lot of emails. Yes. People emailed nojokepodcast at gmail dot com and said, "I also have a sump." That's right. So. I have an assumption okay. to make. Yeah. Um, yeah. So yes, you would. Uh, yeah. Sli- sliding down right. the sumps. Yes. We had a huge hill in my hometown that was called Torx Hill. That was like the most epic sledding hill. Nice. And I do feel like in northeast towns that is like the sledding hill sure. is totally a thing. Yeah. And like small northeastern towns. Yeah. Very Norman Rockwell. Super Norman Rockwell. Right. Yes. Um, let me ask you something that I did. Yeah. As a kid, and I need you to either. Absolve me of something that I feel bad about. Happy to do it. Or, okay, I'll tell you what happened. Here. Okay. <laughs> as a kid, me and my friends used to throw snowballs at school buses as yeah. they drove by. <laughs> it's not the right thing to do, and I don't encourage anyone else to do that. Nope. But it's a big car, and it's probably not going to be affected by our little snowball. It can and, take it. And frankly, we needed moving targets. Okay. So there's that. A little bit of a pressure release. I grew up, I got a driver's license. Congrats. I recognize that kids like throwing snowballs at things. <laughs> okay. I was, in fact, one of those kids. The roles have been reversed. I'm driving down the street, oh, you go and there's a group of little punks. One's holding a basketball. It's snowing a lot. I love that you're so derogatory to the little punks that you also were and are. I was a little punk. <laughs> yeah, now these are the new little punks. <laughs> I get it. Uh, again, I'm not trying to say they're bad. It's what they were. That's right. I'm driving past them, yeah. and they have that punk look in their eye where yeah. it's like, we're going to do something to you now. <laughs> And We've all seen Clockwork Orange. But what I'm yeah. thinking is, oh, but I'm a big punk and yeah. I'm ready for your little punk action. Yes. Bring it on secretly. Yes. <laughs> it's like three or four of them. And I drive by at like a snow pace. So like slow, 20 <laughs> miles per hour. The snow pace. An easy target, yes. one might call it. And as I'm driving, boom, 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 pelted with three snowballs. Yep. This is fight or flight moment. Yep. A regular normal adult would probably say, boys will be boys. Just kids. I don't, don't engage. Obviously. Keep going. Billy, brake lights. Oh, boy. I get out of the car. Intimidation. There's four little kids. How little? Sorry, how little? I would say I'm not exactly an age scientist, but I would say eight Eight to ten. ten. Eight to ten. Okay, good. So boys. Boys. Like little boys. They're allowed out on their own and to make their own decisions. Right, and this was one of their decisions. One's holding a basketball. Yes. (laughs) Four of them hit me with snowballs. I get out, give them a scary face. Okay, Three. How would you define the scary face? Just so we can uh, just to okay. So imagine uh, when you're angry, yeah, and you look at your scariest, yeah, that that problem. furrowed brow, straight mouth here here too, like yeah, the the look before you attack. Okay, good. 
like an animal's final look on the hunt okay, before great. they're about to attack. <laughs> okay, good. And that's exactly what I did. Okay. I sprinted at the little kids. I would be terrified. They all just went opposite directions, Scattered. backyard style, except basketball kid. Uh-oh. Basketball kid. Ready to face the music. Froze. Oh, shit. He didn't know what to oh, do. no. His only instinct was drop the basketball. <laughs> yes. So I was about five feet away from him when I stopped running, and now I walked up to this kid. Oh. Scare him. Extra intimidation. I don't know what I'm going to do. Yeah. I know that I'm 17 and I can't hit this kid with the right hook. He's eight years old. But the thing is, your adrenaline is pumping. Yes. It's like, your, like you said, your fight or flight sort of has kicked in. And You're in the snow, jacked. and in the snow, wrestling somehow becomes more okay. Whitewashing people, stuffing people's faces in snow, somehow this is okay. It's more fun. It's almost relaxing. It's still assault. Yeah, it is. So I knew I couldn't do that. Can't do it. He's an eight. But the basketball drops on the ground. So I pick it up, and this is where. I made a decision. I picked up his basketball and I punted it I thought 500 right. yards Jesus Christ. into a neighbor's backyard that he would never see yeah. again. <laughs> <laughs> no words were exchanged and I walked into my car feeling really good. That's amazing. Days later, though, I started thinking, I love basketball. If I ever lost my basketball, I'd it be so really sad. Me. But I also recognized the boom, 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 boom snowballs. And so I utterly absolve you. In my personal opinion, that oh, punishment exactly fits that crime. I tend to, to me, agree. What, that is a one-to-one punitive ratio. I agree. They pelted your car with four snowballs, the little punks. That's fun for That was like a moment of thrilling fun for them. That was the that risk was, they decided to take. Okay, that was the choice they made. Yes. It was mildly, but not altogether that destructive. Your car wasn't damaged. Correct. You, Billy, weren't hurt. It wasn't really that dangerous. Correct. Your... Maybe if I was like somebody else who was a little more skittish, it would have been dangerous. But okay. again, I did this when I was a kid, so I'm not saying what they did was wrong. Exactly. Okay. And I would say that your retaliatory effort, which was to take one of their one basketball. Something and... they like. I Something... like my car. Okay. You like this basketball. And <laughs> punt, <laughs> that dude. Is, that is the best part. Yes. Is... <laughs> and you know when a good punt, how it sounds off your foot? It almost says the word punt. <laughs> Like you know, like you can yeah. hear the air go punt and watch it go. It was as if angels had also carried this ball and said it's going to go as far as. And especially in the snow, it's like for also just <laughs> yes. imagining the effect of like punting it and just like not even hearing it land. Puff, just like it's puff, gone. Puff. It, it used to be. It might as well have been a dream of yours. It, and but, it, uh, it was such a good <laughs> kick that it didn't go over the nearest house's roof. It went over the other house behind its Jeez roof. So day. there was no finding no basketball. Finding. Me and this kid both knew that his basketball is gone forever. Added bonus, some random family gets a basketball in their yard. <laughs> when, when the snow thaws, they'll be like, honey, did you plant a basketball? <laughs> so, yeah, I, I am going to go full Judge Judy here and okay. say absolved. Okay, great. Not guilty. Let me give you another case. Great. One final case. <laughs> Please. Again, this is the No Joke Podcast. We're talking about cold, but basically right now, snow antics. Snow antics. There were some hoodlums okay. in my town. Yes. Some hoodlums that were making the local newspapers. Yes. For they, what? For what? For tackling snowmen. Oh. Families would make very nice snowmen, big, beautiful snowmen, snow families. Hoodlums so, would come around at night, much like those who would smash pumpkins. Yes. They would, uh, like, knock down snowmen, hit them with baseball bats, tackle them to the Little ground. Rap scallions. Three houses down from me, the Frems. They had Tommy Frem, older brother. He was also a rap scallion. Okay. And he liked to fight fire with fire. Okay. Um, he, Your age. Uh, like five years older than me, okay. which is like the coolest possible Obviously. age you can be. <laughs> I am nine. He's 14. The coolest age Game on. possible. He <laughs> has a master plan. Okay. He decides, I'm going to build a snowman around 
the front post of my house. Oh. There's a post. It's like a mailbox post. Yes. But I'm going to build a snowman around it. Devious. The hoodlums come around. Take the bait. Take the bait. <laughs> oh man this became a trend that's great. in our town uh, where if you're going to build a snowman build a structurally sound snowman wrap it around a pole and is that in poor form or is that brilliant poor form that in my again judge judy brilliant I say not guilty. that's not guilty. Not guilty. Two thumbs up. Pat on the back. Oh. Pat on the back. What? You outsmarted the hoodlums? I'm starting to think that if that wasn't that's 10 Tom, points. I'm starting to, I'm not sure if that was the guy Tommy Fram that I was talking about or just lots of people lots of in Roswell Center because I remember on. that being a like, oh yeah, if you're going to build a snowman, you got to put it around the post. And it was specifically to dissuade these hoodlums from tackling your snowman that you worked so hard the on. The goal was to wake up in the middle of the night to a naked and afraid they set up bird traps where hopefully on like day 13 you'll yeah. hear in the middle of the night a yes. and that means you finally caught a bird yes same Human traps yes. hoodlum traps Doing breaking collarbones yes. one snowman at a time now when you were telling that story Billy I have to confess that you had a very sort of sly mischievous smile on your face and that I thought that the reveal was going to be you were one of said hoodlums oh no oh but this is okay that you were not you're not a snowman tackling hoodlum not a snowman no, I'm, no. Fan, I'm fan friendly fan, totally <laughs> I'm fan friendly. Completely fan and snowman I'm friendly. I'm not smashing yeah. pumpkins. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not doing that. No. No, that is not my style. Yeah. I want the kids to be happy out yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I do love uh, reversing the curse. Exactly. I love when if someone treats my team wrong. I love getting them back with their own actions. Because I, I always feel comfortable that I can go stupider e than whoever went <laughs> stupid on me. <laughs> oh, you think you're pathetic? <laughs> <laughs> okay, big guy. I got nothing but time. You can commit to something stupid. I can commit to something stupid. <laughs> Look at my last 12 <laughs> professional years. <laughs> I've got the time and the stupidity. Here's my resume. We're putting a snowman around a post. <laughs> uh, but were your, was your family a snowman? Were you guys building snowmen? Were like you and Kristen out there in the yard like doing that like a Norman Rockwell painting yourself? A little? Yeah, we would do, we would do yeah. the snow angels. We yeah. would do the just general play in the snow. Yeah, yeah. Um, You're yeah. so right about the, the false sense of security that snow gives you. It does. My brother and I would wrestle all the time. Wrestling and like roughhousing and horseplay yeah. in the snow is – I mean, the snow is so inviting and welcoming to that. It's it's on it's irresistible. Would you get whitewashed? Were you ever whitewashed? No, what do, do you know what that is? Exactly. Okay, so again, I lived in Macho Long Island, yeah. and sometimes you'd get tackled in the snow by other bullies or your friends. Yes, and they would take uh, your face. And shove it in a pile of snow. Yeah. And then when your face is in the snow, they would rub it around. Just sort of give you a... Burn your face with, burn with ice cold snow. It does hurt. Oh, yeah. It stings the lips. It stings the cheek. Sure. <laughs> yeah. Cold. Cold stings. R rats. Yeah. So you're calling that whitewash, just like whitewash. Yeah. Well, did you not have a name for that? I guess you didn't really have a... I didn't really have bully. I don't right. really have like, but I mean, not even that. That's just like, but that's what I'm saying though. In the snow, it doesn't feel like bullying. Exactly. It feels like fun. We throw. That's the thing. We're, it's the equivalent of throwing like a little exploding rocks at one. <laughs> yeah. like, we don't throw dirt bombs at one another like we throw snowballs. Yeah, exactly. You know how, you know dirt bombs? Yeah. It's the a, dirt a, that when you throw, it'll kind of puff into a pile oh, of sure. snow. Oh, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're totally content throwing snowballs and hitting each other in the face with these objects. Why? Why? Because it's soft, white, pure, soft, sweet snow. I guess. It is like this false sense of comfort. Uh, Comfort and security, like snowballs, don't hurt. Right. But that's the thing, though. It's like you know, the right you want to like get the right kind of packing. So oh it's yeah, like, yeah. The right snowball is basically ice. Is ice. It's like a baseball. It's ice. If you pack it tight enough, I mean, yeah. And it can really hurt. Yeah. Then you hear the broken window, and then you run. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Did you break a window or two in your day with a snowball? 
Who hasn't? <laughs> Who hasn't? I plead the fifth. Yeah, yeah. Uh, let's move into the first Guilty. act break. Yeah. A cold song? <clears throat> a yeah. Cold, a cold song. Yeah, of like a cold song. Like, yeah. not Baby It's Cold Outside, that Christmas tune. Oh, sure. <laughs> That's one. Did we have Ben Schwartz? Did we play that? Did him and Zoe Deschanel, Zoe Deschanel Oh, yeah. Song? You know what? That sounds oh, I right. Think, I think they that might have sang that on the Ben like Schwartz we... basketball episode. That's a really good call. Um, do, good you memory. Any, do you have any favorite sort of Christmas carol? Uh, I mean, I know that this is a little uh, downbeat and kind of melancholy in tone, but I do like Little Drummer Boy a oh, lot. Wow. That's one of my favorite sure. ones. Is this, um, do you hear what I hear? No, oh, Little oh, Drummer Boy okay. is, come they told me, pa-ra-pa-pum-pum. Great. Is there any sort of uh, rendition that you like? You know, there's so many different covers. In fact, one of my good friends in high school want, knew that I liked that song so much, made me a CD that was 11 different versions only of that song. That's intense. Pretty nice, right? You got to yeah. really love that song. Really, I like that song a lot. I oh. mean, like, it's just like my favorite Christmas carol. Okay, great. So what I'll do is yeah. I'll go online and I'll try and find the silliest version of great. Little Drummer Boy. <laughs> okay. I'm hoping for, like, some sort of up-tempo remix, yeah. maybe, like, a Shakira dance hall yeah, remix. Exactly. Maybe Deborah Cox remix it. Maybe it's a Bieber. Exactly. Like to Gloria Gaynor or somebody tackle it like back in the day with a right. disco beat. Because we did Barbara Streisand last week. What so, a diva. So I don't want to go too ballad heavy. Yeah, yeah. But that being said, let's pump 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 pump. That was Little Drummer Boy, a song that we are all probably familiar with and uh, includes one of the greatest phrases in musical history. Pa-ra-pa-pum-pum. Do you think that they will, the writer of that song will grace us with a follow-up the big drummer boy where he's at now the regular sized drummer boy i always thought that montel jordan should uh write a song saying that was how we did it that was how we did it or this is how we do it now this is how it's like yes one of my favorite uh movie sequel titles ever is i still know what you did last okay then. doesn't get better than that oh that was a good one <laughs> doesn't get better than that still still star wars <laughs> 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 still Jurassic Park, basically. <laughs> still is the lamest, limpest yes. word for a sequel that you could yes. possibly – it is the most lukewarm. Because it's not even, like, aware of how it sounds. It's And it's not even like, I especially know what you did last summer. Right. It's not even like that last summer was particularly uh, anomalous in your actions from last summer. It's just saying, I still know. I still know. And some comedies will be so absurd that the, it will be the sequel. They'll do T-O-O, like yes, two, and make right. a joke of it. And still is almost that dumb. But it's not. But it's it, not dumb enough, and it's not self-aware enough. It is just, I still know what you did last summer. Inexplicable movie title. I still know what <laughs> you, you did <laughs> last summer. 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 I still know what you did last summer. <laughs> That's how memory works. I think it's well. <laughs> Once you remember it, the story of someone with non-Alzheimer's disease. Right. Yeah, it's like, yeah. That's how knowing things works. Once you know it, you always know it. You still, still know, know it. it. You will still know. Let it. us know when you forget. That's the news. Right. I forgot what you did last summer would be the appropriate sequel. I know Adam. Last year, I still, still know, know Adam. Adam. This is how we did it. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, we did it. Oh, um, We're here on the No Joke Podcast, Act 2. We are talking about cold. Cold. The uh, word cold. The word cold, cold weather. Um, yeah, we went hard with cold weather yes. at the gate, but there's lots of other cold things. Yeah, there's all sorts of cold things. Um, one of the things about the cold weather I did just want to touch on briefly because it is a passion of mine yeah. is uh, the starter jacket, oh. the outdoor starter jacket, and the kind of apparel that now that we live in 75 and sunny every day, we no longer get to wear. We were born in 1981 and 1982. Yeah. In like 1993, 94, I assume when you say the starter jacket, you're talking about the pullover. You know. 
Okay. You know. Because there were other types of starter jackets Not with buttons world. and zippers. Oh, please. But if your parents... Might as well be a Carhartt. If you had cool parents, yeah, it might as well have been a Carhartt. Give me, give me a break. Okay. Starter, <laughs> yes. Is there another Apex? Apex. Oof. I had an Emmett Smith Apex jersey. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, the starter pullover... Yes. ...was the bomb. So coveted. Yes. Anyone in our sort of age bracket, yes. I feel like, who is remotely athletically interested, knows about the starter jacket. It was it, just the go-to... Winter pullover, uh, not even a par- like parka-ish yeah, jacket. Totally. Yeah, totally. Um, if you know what East Bay Magazine is, maybe do I? Then you know what a starter jacket yes. is. Yes. Did Bay- you did you have a starter jacket? Oh, I had multiple. Phoenix- let me, let me guess. Please. Oh, were you gonna say Phoenix Suns? Yes, I had a Phoenix Suns one. Kevin Johnson was cool at the time. Kevin Dan Johnson Riley was cool, cool, but it was so these started. Sorry to just interrupt you, but the, these starter jackets in my world were. I mean, there was no more coveted item in my in my heart and in my mind than a starter jacket. Correct. And when I didn't have one, it was like the only thing I could think about acquiring Correct. or getting. It's Correct. like, I'm not a material person, as you know, but like this was the one thing. This was the apex of cool. Yeah, no I mean, intended. unfortunately. Sorry, apex. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But it, it truly, truly was. And I remember that. Uh, and it was like really expensive at the time. It was like. Oh, yeah. It was like buying a new pair of Jordans. Yes. It was an investment. And my parents were like, "You, how much? Hard to what? justify. Way hard it, to impo- justify. Impossible to justify. It was like a. Big gift if you were getting one. Exactly. Yeah. So, like, I obviously wanted, like, a Knicks sure. starter jacket, of course. But, like, again, so expensive. Right. I was like, please come go to the mall and get this. My dad was like, mate, like, maybe. Right. That's, Probably not. That honestly. was my situation, too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, my jacket. Yeah. I was like you. Like, I always wanted these awesome things. But yeah. sometimes I just couldn't afford it. My yeah. parents, like, weren't going to do it. I wanted Reebok pumps, but I got LA pumps. Well, yeah. yeah. You know what brand. I mean? I got the starter pullover. Teamless. It just said starter. Oh, wow. <laughs> almost. Wow. Almost in the cool what kids What color club. was it? Do you recall? A lot. <laughs> <laughs> A lot. A lot of colors. Yes. <laughs> almost them all. To name one color would be doing a disservice <laughs> to the other 35. <laughs> <laughs> oh god dude you not are... like tie-dye style but just like a lot no, of different no just like shit. they had like 17 different patterns from like one from St. John Syracuse had an extra sleeve <laughs> it was the Frankenstein of Syracuse look to the 90s I got 20% off that jacket that's it was a freaking good... amazing I'd like to call out the no joke listeners for a second if they do relate to starter jackets that's a fun picture to receive please not yes. only because it would be fun for us to see what you look like yes. or what you looked like but we really just want to see the Jacket. Just, it's about the gear. We want to see your gear, dog. This is the jacket. I mean, like we, I, I still fetishize and and fantasize about these starter jackets. Yes, it's like even almost more so. I guess this is the point. More so since being uh, away from them and now being in LA. Literally, I've never seen a starter jacket here once ever. Okay, so let's try and uh, capitalize on that then. Adam. Yes. If you still have your starter jacket and it's taking up space in your closet. Mail it to HeadGum. Please! Email nojokepodcast at gmail.com. We'll pay for the shipping. Happily. It would we be will pay for the shipping. So if you have a starter jacket Send it that us. you would like to see us wear and frankly own, we'll do it. Email <laughs> nojokepodcast at gmail.com. We will no joke up, pod. No, are you sure? No, I'm not sure, I guess. I think No Joke Podcast okay, sorry. is our email. <laughs> okay, great. I think No Joke Pod is our Twitter. Okay, good. We've been doing this for a year. Yes, I quit you, Billy, and you're right. <laughs> okay. Um, we want your starter jackets. We need that starter jacket. Email us. We'll make that happen. Absolutely, 100%. All expenses paid. So my dad was like, way too expensive to go to the mall, not dropping $200 on a jacket. What world do you think this is? Right. Um, so the reason that, and again, I know you wanted to guess the starter jackets, but I already sort of like buried the lead. I had this Phoenix, random Phoenix Suns jacket, which is not a team I particularly liked, but right. it was like the height of the Barkley, Kevin Johnson, Tom Chambers era. Right. So like not a not an uncool team. No, definitely a relevant team. A cool team. Bright purple, bright orange, cool colors. Right. 
Um, uh, but we totally got it at like a discount thrift store. It was like given away. Yeah. I had to like, you know, sort of rifle through the bargain bin and the half off bin oh, and like find this gem. I mean, anybody who likes sports paraphernalia knows the value of a thrift store, oh a God. Salvation Army. You can find, if you're a jersey collector, Please. I'm like a very amateur jersey collector, but, but you have some ill ones. But yeah, because yeah. it's like when everyone wants to go like buy some like, I don't know, vintage T-shirts or something. Yeah. You just go to the weird kids apparel yeah, exactly. section. Exactly. And you're looking at Dominique Wilkins jerseys yes. and starter jackets. Yes. So I get it. It is completely acceptable in this context for grown men and women to go right to the kids section. Oh, yeah. I look for sports apparel. I'm not looking for kids clothing. I'm looking for apparel. Yes. Uh, it is really funny that you say that you had a jacket that was a starter jacket that only said starter because I have to admit I had one of those too. Mm-hmm. And this one wasn't even a uh, pullover. This I was imagine. a full zipper, yeah. just a black jacket with a green hood that just said starter and had that cool S with the star. Yeah. So I could totally... Other kids in school were drawing that S where you make six lines on a piece of paper and then connect the lines on an angle. Do you, you know what well, That was like the Syracuse Orangeman logo for a while. Right. It yes. was either that or Bart Simpson or a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle. Yes, or the, the 3D Cube. The 3D Cube was yeah. huge. <laughs> These are the big This doodles. is what people were sketching in like the early 90s. <laughs> big doodles, yeah. Yeah. Um, I was doing the starter. You were doing the... Cool. Give me the S into the star. Yeah. Start with the star. Once you master the star, yes. then the S really comes nice and yes. easy. Because here in Los Angeles, really the only winter apparel that is even, I would say, remotely acceptable is at most a scarf. Capri pants. <laughs> Capri pants and a scarf Three is quarter. a winter outfit. Right. Yeah. That was the winter outfit in New York was a big deal. I mean, you're putting on, so and sad. this is the Northeast and just wherever it's cold. Yeah. Um, when we would go out to dinner, yeah. you know, you'd need to take off your jacket, <laughs> yeah. your hoodie, your cardigan, your sweater, your, your hat, winter hat, yeah. your bag. Your earmuffs. It's like you you required so much. You just are – we're such a bigger space. Seriously. We all took up such bigger space. Literally thrice the human that you are here. You're right. just like surrounded by uh, – by right. parka. Um, we went really hard into the weather. Yes, that's cold. true. Yes. Um, but now we can talk about anything else cold. We were joking that cold play yeah. exists. <laughs> yeah, they totally. Cold drinks exist. Yeah, that's some of our favorites. We love cold drinks. Cold pools exist. Yeah. I just, I actually just got so cold. This is perfect for the present act of this, the No Joke podcast. Like, I think I mentioned this once before, but. Um, in early 2017, Harvard sailing team is going to be on a show called Squad Wars. Right, with the Try Guys on BuzzFeed.com. Yes, we yes. should try and have the Try Guys on. They're mm-hmm. all pretty solid dudes. Mm-hmm. We got to know them. They're very, very cool dudes. Absolutely. Specifically, our big homie, Ned Fulmer. Ned is great. This dude's the man. He's awesome. He is now on the Harvard sailing team. We stole him and adopted him. For the sake of this challenge. Uh, or yeah. just in life. We we kind of took him on now. Okay, we, cool. We, we like him a lot. You'll love him. Great. He's not in your trunk or anything right now. You didn't really steal him, did you? I have 30 feet of rope wow. and net in my trunk. Um, I had to jump off of a diving board, a very high diving board. How high? Uh, maybe like 35 feet, 40 Jesus, feet. Jesus. Yeah, like one of those Olympic ones. So like three or four stories of a building? Yeah, I think exactly that. Christ. And Exactly. <laughs> yeah. And it was very late. I think I had to keep out some of the details because I'm realizing that I signed a lot of NDAs. Great. Long story short. Um, they thought I had hypothermia. Yeah, because it was a it was late at night. Late at night, hadn't eaten in very, very, very long time. But when you get that cold, so what happened was my body turned very white. Mm. Uh, my blood pressure dropped. All these different things. They, I was in a pool for a long time. Has this happened to you before? Sort of a hypothermia type scare. I fainted a lot. Right from not eating enough. Right. My problem always comes back to forgetting to eat. Yeah, me too. Kind of. Yeah. Yeah. And I find that more people uh, relate to that the yeah. more you say it out loud. Yeah. Um, long story short, I didn't eat this time either. And being cold, 
it was the hypothermia where your lips start like tingling, yeah. like every, like all of your extremities Ooh. start tingling. What a weird feeling. Yeah. I don't think I've had quite that sensation. And you just felt, you were like, oh, this is like, and did it feel cold or did it feel like super hot? Or, like, um, or no, like, it was tingling? freezing cold. Yeah. Yeah. I kept like asking the other Harvard Sailing team members when we were in the pool, I was like, are you guys cold? And Rebecca was like, yeah, a little. And I'm, my brain is like not the same level. And yeah. then I went up to our instructor because we had to do a specific challenge that I yes. well, you'll see if you watch Squad Wars. Right. Um, we had to do a specific challenge, and halfway through, I walked up to her, and I was like, hey, do you think it's okay if I get out of the pool? And she was like, okay, I'll just go like ask uh, somebody else. And while she was saying that to me, I just got out of the pool. You were like, yeah, It was like my body finally said, I'll take control now. It's okay for me it's to not, get out of the it's pool. It's not the brain's call anymore. And my body was just like, you're going out of the pool. And I just stood in front of these heaters, and they are like, I think you're done for the Jeez. night. Jeez. Yeah. Man, and the, and you just kind of like thawed out over time. You just like heated up and just melted. They, a they put bit. huge heaters in front of you and just like pumped me full yeah, of heat. Yeah, yeah. Hypothermia is that shit's real. Yeah, um, our good, our dear friend Sean Conway. I remember when he studied abroad in Prague. Right. Uh, he spent his last semester of school, or like his abroad semester in Prague, uh, and it was winter time, so like November, or December. He was a film student at the time, so he was helping some of his classmates and colleagues with their student films. One of them included him jumping into the Charles River in Prague. Early December, maybe late November. Such a student film, unnecessary. Oh, okay. Uh, obviously got hypothermia. Oh, I mean, like God. very, very obviously and quickly and immediately got hypothermia. Had to go to the hospital. There's so many. I don't know rivers. Is this a big one? <laughs> the tra- that's that's like Prague's main squeeze. That's and like Prague's river. Are we call? Are we? Is it like a rushing river? God, you know what? I've been there. I don't think it's like a super rushy or rapidsy, but okay. it's it's very wide. It's it's healthy. It's got plenty of cold water. How does one climb out of a river? Yeah, that's a great question. Because I know like little rivers where it's like you just walk up. Yeah. But like I imagine if you're jumping into one, this is it's kind of probably, a big boy, right? Yeah. Like wonder... there's the river in Paris that cuts through it too. I, uh, that the... might be the Seine or the or the yeah, Rhine. The river Seine. I think that's the Seine. Okay. <laughs> uh, um, yeah. Again, like if you jumped into that, I don't know. I don't see how, how easy you... it is to get out. Yeah. Get out of it. Yeah, exactly. That's probably another good call to action for our listeners. If you could tell us how to get out of how this river. How do you river, get out of a river? Send us your starter jackets. Tell us how to leave rivers. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Two big asks that's, that's, this oh, episode. Yeah. That's, oh, yes. I'm sure you knew going in when you're like, oh, it's a cold episode. They're going to ask me about starter jackets <laughs> and how to get out of a river. And you were right. And you were right. So This is the part of the podcast you saw coming. There's that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let's call that the second act. We will it. go into a quick ad and we will come back with the conclusive third act of this, the No Joke Podcast. Great. We talk a lot about food. Yeah. We talk a lot about delis. Yeah, we love delis. And this is no joke. Literally, <laughs> my favorite deli yes. is the Coliseum Deli mm. in Long Island. Preach. It raised me. Yeah. I worked there for four years. Yes. Not only is the food, and again, I mean this, top shelf. Top tier. Boar's head across the board. Industry standard. The owners who run this place, yeah. Ralph and Richie, are two of the most deserving guys of success in all of Long Island. These are old buddies. Old buddies. Yeah. So we want to shout out their company real quick. Coliseum Deli. Coliseum Deli. They're located on 1150 Hempstead Turnpike. Yeah. And like I said, they have just all of the chicken cutlets you could possibly it's want. what you want. The best honey mustard yeah. you've ever had. Okay. They have a, a specific soup chef in the back for cold weather. This is the port in the storm. There's a soup chef? Specifically for soup. That feels fancy. They had a meatball guy. God. Just the guy who mastered the meatball. You know? There's a There's a care that they show that not every other deli shows, and that's why we're here to support the Coliseum Deli. Check it out. Go there. Is there any more Long Island word combo than there's a meatball guy? There's a meatball guy. That's what it means to be on Long Island. Support the guys who support 
the meatball, meatball guy. guy. They also have a huge catering department. Mm. So if you are anywhere on Long Island, yep. maybe you sell medical equipment and you want to buy lunch for uh, the clients that day. That's okay. who I was usually delivering for. Really? You want to call them up. 516-336-4112. Again, if you get a hold of Ralph and Richie, tell them Billy Scafuri promoted your company on the No Joke Podcast. They won't believe it. Hell yeah. We are back for Act 3 of the No Joke Podcast. Uh, we are talking cold. So here in the third act, we'd like to talk about the future of the topic at hand. So the future of cold. Billy, do you foresee a future where all weather is regulated digitally and we can eliminate cold from even cold climates? Digitally? I don't know. I mean, do you think that we... cold from cold climates. I guess here's my question. I know that's like a weird thing, but I guess I'm asking, well, do you think humans will ever uh, advance technologically to, uh, to the point where we can have a say over the weather? Yes, probably. But it would probably be a bubble. We'll probably yeah. we'll probably bubble ourselves. Yes, yes, yes. Right? Sort of a biodome situation. Right. Like I yeah. don't know. We because there's all these ozone layers and all of these things. I don't know about those things. Yeah. But I know that it's about control. Yeah. And how do you control something? You put limits on it. Yeah. We put yeah. So maybe if we get a big computer bubble. Yeah. Maybe roughly the size of planet Earth. A, an Earthish sized bubble. Mm-hmm. Maybe we paint some clouds Just on so the we... bubble so that we know, oh, that's up. Truman Show style. Exactly. We right? need to know where the clouds are. Exactly. Um, Maybe we can sort of keep the heat in. I don't know. I mean, we've always joked, but it, it's not that funny to think weather will win. Like weather the way that win. the human story ends. Yeah. It's like it could be a virus, but it's going to be weather. Weather defeats humans. We can't win versus weather. Mother nature. Yeah. Mother nature. Yeah, waves. That's it. We lose to the waves. And I guess the real question is as opposed to I should be asking the opposite question which is not how can we keep the cold out but because humans have done such a bang up job of heating up the earth over these past thousands of years it's really how do we keep the earth how do we make the earth colder right (laughs) that's what we actually maybe need to do right is figure out a way to ice this baby down do you remember hearing about polar ice caps in like elementary school yes I mean vaguely is is that our problem right now I think that's one I think that's one of our big I think that's like a global warming uh, ramification right the polar ice caps are melting and when you see some of these images i mean like not to be too scaremongery but when you see some of these images of like what the north pole looks like now and how much ice is just like clunking yep. off into yeah. the sea and becoming water uh is a problem it's That's a problem really problematic here's a bad thing that uh, here's a bad quality of mine yeah. i react less like when i see those big chunks fall yeah. in the water my first instinct is ooh, yeah. ah. <laughs> the wonder of mother earth yeah wow. but what really scares me is like national maps where they just move blue lines in for on real the edges, and you're like oh that's how big our country's gonna be and then it's like oh that's not ooh ah that's exactly that's no, not no. ooh ah that's oh eek oh eek because like the, and that's what's it's it's Yes, it requires a certain amount of uh, like a le- not even a leap of logic, but just to c- be able to connect the dot between like oh wow, like that polar ice cap up in the North Pole chunking off into the water Ends directly up. affects Battery Park being underwater in twenty five years. Right, like has- that wa- a directly leads to b. Gotta go somewhere. Gotta go somewhere. Right. So how do we make this Earth colder? Right. Colder. <laughs> Maybe we need to make more ice. Maybe if everyone on Earth goes to Seven Eleven. Okay. Every country, go to your local 7-Eleven. Even in countries where there aren't a 7-Eleven, build one, then go there. Yeah. Or you can go to like a local gas station in your town and get a bag of ice. Okay. If everyone commits, (laughs) everyone, all right, you have to tell everyone you know now, guys. This is the only way this is going to work. It's like a pay it forward kind of thing. It's like a chain email. If you run into anyone, whether you know them or not, tell them to go to their local 7-Eleven and get a bag of ice. Ice. And then what do they do with it once they get it? On November 5th, we will all meet at the ocean. (laughs) Everyone. Uh, the ocean. Everyone. <laughs> <laughs> and 
Make sure the ice is still frozen, so put it uh, in your freezer. But keep it frozen. Yeah, we, we don't need a wet bag of ice. Until we need, November 5th. November 5th, we're all going to meet at the ocean. <laughs> the. Uh-huh. And then one, someone will count off. One, one two, two, three, three four, five. five. And then another person will say, rip your bags. <laughs> Okay, maybe that'll right. be me and you. That maybe could be me and you or something. All right, so let's practice. You'll count. You, you want to count to five, and then I'll do the okay, the, big, the big line. Okay, cool. All right, so uh, just for the, so the scene is set. You and everyone you know is at the ocean. The ocean. We're oh. gathered at the ocean. You've already gone to Seven Eleven and gotten your bag a of ice a week ago, maybe even earlier that day. Okay, so now you're at the ocean. Kept it frozen. You see Adam and I. Hi. Or your local Adam and I. Welcome. <laughs> okay, welcome guys, and let's get started. One, two, three, four. Five. Rip your bags. And now we give them a little bit of time to rip their bags. Okay. Everyone does it at their own pace. It might, t- depending on how strong you are, how right. tough the plastic is, that could, there's going to be a variance there. This is an important note. Yep. Only clip off the top of the bag. Don't do a big, fierce rip because we can't lose any ice in the sand. We're going to need every ice cube. Do you know why everyone brought ice to the ocean now? Why? We're going to put the ice back in the ocean. Hello! We're nope. going to cool it down. This is my pitch. <laughs> every November 5th will be National Throw Some Ice in the Ocean Day. <laughs> If everyone on Earth goes to 7-Eleven and gets a bag of ice and on November 5th drops it back in the ocean, that's my solution to cooling down this Earth again. Hashtag ice down the ocean. Check us out. Because what are we doing with our ice otherwise? We're putting it in our drinks. Drinks? You can drink your water at room temp, ma'am. Wasteful. Wasteful. Okay, wasteful. Wasteful. The orange juice is just as fine lukewarm, sir. It's crazy to think that people are saying, oh, we're losing all this ice. We're wasting. Wasting the ice. All of this ice. Okay. What needs the ice is the ocean. It's because it's the polar ice caps that are melting, so let's unmelt them yes. by putting the ice yes. back into the ocean. Here's another suggestion. It's I like have. investing money back into your own business. Maybe you get a refill at a restaurant. Okay. And it's a big soda. It's happened to me before. And three quarters of the soda's left when everyone decides to pay the bill. <laughs> You're staring at this soda full of ice. You don't want the Mr. Pib. Where's that going? Down the drain? Tell your friends, hey guys. Save the ice. We're making a right hand turn. I'm bringing the soda with me. We're going to the ocean. We're saving it for next November 5th if you... it's past November 5th of this year. Sure. It doesn't have to be November 5th. Oh. The point, I mean, that's the but national day. That's like the day. national day, but this extends any day you yeah, want to do Yeah, this is just you and your three friends who just went to a restaurant, you got a refill, and okay. now you have three quarters of a soda left. You finish hurling snowballs at strangers. Tell your friends that you can't go to the party tonight. Yep. We have to go to the beach. I have to dump my soda in the ocean. Hashtag ice down the ocean. Check us out. Hashtag ice down the ocean. Yeah, really, really good, Bill. So that's, I mean, and that's just off the top of our head. Problem so solved. Problem Again, I think that's a, I think that's the way of, of solving the problem. Not to be too arrogant, but global warming solved. Solved. Take the ice from your freezer, bring it to the ocean on yes. November fifth. Yes. Uh, and which is an appropriate Revolution Day because I believe that that is the day of the Guy Fox thing. Remember that that movie V for Vendetta. I'm saying. Remember that dope movie. I don't, but I'm saying. <laughs> it was like November fifth. I think it was like the day of Revolution. Okay. And that is going to be the day of our ice revolution. Okay. Yes. Guy Fox made everyone wear masks. Yeah. Right? He wears that the, the mask that all the folks in Anonymous wear. Those are all those are Guy. Fox. Masks. What kind of cool thing could we all wear as a nation together? Yeah, that's really good. Not like an ice cube for a head. That's Not what like I was a, thinking. Oh, like though. a Daft Punk situation, like a fun sort of stylized ice cube head. So bring your own head to the ocean. Bring your ice cube head. There's no right head and there's no wrong head, but we want you to bring an alternative ice 
ice-driven head yes. piece yes. when you bring your bag of ice to the ocean Please. on November 5th. Please, that's all we ask. All we ask is that you bring your ice head and your bags of ice to the ocean. You tell us how to get out of rivers mm-hmm. and uh, whatever that third thing that we asked for was. Yes. Yes. Starter jackets. <laughs> Starter jackets. Yes. Exactly. Um, what about winter movies, Billy? Does a, a movie pop to mind that it's like, oh, this is my favorite like snowy movie? Because I can, I would like to submit At- one of my favorite movies ever in general. I'm here. Uh, the Coen Brothers classic 1996 movie Fargo as what I would say is probably the best cold, cold movie that I've ever seen. Uh, agreed. I mean, like... It's so awesome, that whole movie, and so is the TV show. And so is the TV show. Man, the TV show is great. And it's equally cold. Yeah, it's cold. And the, the thing is about that movie is that the only reason I say that is because the cold is, like, kind of a character. Oh, in, big time. I mean, a big time. Big time. Oh, the cold is a character. Yeah. It's like in Broad City, New York is a character. Exactly. Yes. It's like what you know about the cold is going to help the story. Yes, yes. Yeah. Um, I am immediately thinking of the scene where William H. Macy's character, I want to say Jerry Lendegaard, uh, is getting more <laughs> and more upset because they're sort of on to him and what he's done. And he runs that car dealership and he's like scraping the mm. ice off the window, which again is like the most universal cold weather experience. So, so related. My dad having to wake up at like 530 in the morning to scrape, off, like shovel the driveway yes. and ice and like scrape all the ice off the windshield for his car so he can get to work yep. every day and he to this day hates doing it yeah of course. i mean it's that is a loathsome task cold makes you leave your house and move <laughs> seriously you leave you leave it's the cold you go to florida right um and there was just that great scene of jerry Lundergaard just and the express and his frustration and his fear and paranoia just being expressed through the activity of oh, scraping yeah. the ice off your windshield it's perfect little like really? physical manifestation of frustration yes exactly um i w- i'm gonna throw out a hack yeah um, anyone who lives in a cold state, yeah. tell me this hack is wrong, but I used to do it back in the day and it worked for me. Okay. If your key um, to your car door huh. is frozen, like uh, for whatever reason you don't have the beep beep and you okay. need to use your key, key, but it's frozen over. Yes. If you pour boiling water on it. There you go. It's open immediately. Okay. So that's I'm sort of the opposite of hashtag guys down the ocean. That's the opposite scientific principle. <laughs> Correct. Heat up the keyhole. Hashtag right. heat up the keyhole. Yeah. <laughs> you get in your car. Um, I don't have a favorite winter movie necessarily. Love yeah. Home Alone, but that's more of a Christmas movie. Yeah. I do have a favorite winter album. Please. There are albums that sometimes. Winter album. Yeah. I, I was a delivery driver back in the day for when I used to be a. De- I worked at a deli. Coliseum Deli. Long yeah. Around. And it would be seasonal, and so you'd have, like, three albums in rotation every, like, season. Yes. And this one winter, Wilco's Yankee Hotel Foxtrot oh, came out, mm. and it was, like, so, like, shattered and broken, and the songs were so weird, and it was so snowy out. That album. In fact, that is what I'm going to listen to in the car ride home. That's really nice. Yeah. You just inspired yourself. Well, it's cold outside. Yes. We haven't really experienced cold in a while. And so why not listen to something that reminds you of that it? That is perfect, like, gray, overcast day. Wilco is, like, the perfect sort of gray day. Band. Yes. Exactly. That's really nice. Yeah. So yeah. I think that's probably the one that I would go with. That's really, really good. Would you ever want to go to Antarctica in real life? Yes. Me too. Marina and I, Me both, too. we both tossed out our dream, uh, like, dream vacation. Yes. And hers are, like... Well, I shouldn't put words in her mouth, but she has like really like interesting choices and like interesting cities and yeah. like, like places in India. She's like a travel vulture. Yeah. Yeah. And I want to go to like the weirdest, most isolated place yeah. I can. Yeah. There's just something like, I just don't think you can experience that kind of loneliness anywhere True else. True solitude and isolation. Yes. Um, yeah. I mean, Antarctica, uh, I am done. I'm not. I don't really know too much about science, and uh, I was kind of surprised to recently learn that it is literally uninhabitable there, that right. there are no humans that live there. Right. I thought maybe that was like hyperbole or exaggeration. Maybe I didn't really have a visceral understanding of how truly freezing, right. uninhabitably freezing it is there. But the only people that even live in Antarctica are like the researchers and scientists. Exclusively. Who are there. That's it. Exclusively. And that's it. Yeah. I mean, what do you hunt? Snow? 
What, you just eat snow cones 24-7? Punch snow and eat it? I mean, you don't need... <laughs> There's better places out there. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Uh, it reminds me of one of my other favorite snow movies. I don't know if you've ever seen the movie The Thing, which was a great horror movie by John Carpenter. Okay. That was a remake in the 80s about the researchers just like that in a place just like Antarctica. Right. And shit goes down. So it, is The Thing a monster? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you could spoil it a little bit. It's a monster. Is it a blob? Uh, no, that's the blob. <laughs> the blob is the blob and the thing's not the blob. That's right. The blob <laughs> is the blob. The thing's not the blob. Exactly right. Cinema Studies 101. But the blob <laughs> is actually a thing. The blob is a thing, but the blob isn't the thing. Wow. <laughs> what was the thing? Like an ape? Uh, oh, no, I guess like a Yeti? No, no, it's like a – it's more like a – kind of hard to describe. Kind of a – yeah, sort of a weird creature, worm-like. You're touching your, like, ribs right It bursts now. out of their stomachs and stuff. Oh, it, it comes from the inside out? Yeah. Oh, so you can't hunt the thing? Yeah, not really. It hunts you. What, do you eat it? The thing hunts you. Do uh, you eat it through food? And you then... have to torch it. Wait, hold on. You have to burn it. How does it get into your body? Uh, well, that's sort of the mystery. That's like the mystery of the movie. I but don't want to like – No, you can you – can, oh, because I guess we're doing this in a public forum. It might ruin it for some. Yeah, I just want to say like please watch the thing. It's so great and like it's very, very Antarctic-y okay. and snowy and cold and frigid and involves uh, a, a flesh-eating monster. Okay, I'm going to ask one final please. question. When you sleep, does it crawl in your mouth? Uh, I think it probably could. Okay. but I uh, think it could. But it doesn't in the movie. It doesn't in the movie, but okay. I think if, for your nightmare's sake, yes. Okay, got it. <laughs> yeah. All right, well – Check guess, it out. I guess I got to check out The Thing. <laughs> I learned it's not The Blob. Yeah, it's not The Blob. Both The Blob and The Thing were both 1950s horror movies then remade in the 80s, so I can understand why you get the two confused. Got it. So I'm going to listen to the Wilco album, <laughs> yeah. then go home, watch The Thing, watch The Blob, blob. go to sleep. Throw some ice in the ocean. <laughs> right. Find your starter jacket. <laughs> Sounds <laughs> good. good. Jump out of a river. That's cold. Man. We got cold. Awesome. All right. That was a great talk. <laughs> well, stay warm out there, stay, guys. Stay warm or stay cold, depending on your climate. Yeah. yeah. As a reminder, we want your starter jackets. Please send us photos and send us the jackets themselves. Yes. And tell us how to get out of the river. Please. For the No Joke Podcast, I am Billy Scafuri. I'm Adam Lustig. And as always, we will talk to you next week. Thanks for listening. That was a HeadGum Podcast. <laughs>